didn't see you there. Something big is going on here. From hunting ghosts to Bigfoot, paranormal, UFOs, true crime, and more. We won't just be spouting articles. I was researching for your entertainment. The beginning of a new world. <laughs> the best squawk you'll ever fucking eat. True story. It's basically like one day you walk outside and you see that the ants are playing with matches. This, this is, is the Black Cat Report. See you on the other side. It's June 11th, 2023. Extraterrestrial craft have officially been recovered, and we have made direct contact with their non-human occupants. Or at least, that's the bombshell David Grosch has revealed. But what do we do now? And who do we believe when we want to believe? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of the Black Cat Report. My name is Gil, and I'm joined with this evening by Joey. Bring on the aliens! Betsabe. Hello! And Selena. Pew, 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 pew! Ack, ack, ack. <laughs> this week, we've got a little bit of a mixture of the old, mixed in with a little bit of the new, and we're going to dive right in. Joey, take it away. The year was 1989, and the Soviet Union was very, very close to dissolving. Their Berlin Wall was about to be taken down in Germany, in between the Soviet-occupied East Berlin and the NATO-occupied West Berlin. It was August 10th, near the city of, excuse me, because I don't speak Russian, so I just want to make that clear when I'm trying to say these city names, Plolidania, which is just north of Georgia, now, it's not the state, it's actually the country, and uh, Azerbaijan. <laughs> the Soviet military radar detected an unidentified flying object. Soviet units tried to communicate with the UFO, but their calls went unheeded. Under normal terms during the Cold War, even though the end was near, the UFO was deemed hostile because they did not send any communications back. It was basically silent. They thought it was a foreign invader, maybe NATO or any of the other countries. Soviet defense systems were put on high alert, and surface-to-air missiles and the Soviet MiG-25s were deployed. The MiGs were sent out of Rostov and Krimsk. The total distance between those cities was 580 kilometers or 360 miles. MiGs could travel at their fastest 1,852 miles, so 1,852 miles per hour, which is crazy fast. But their engines would explode, so if they maintain that speed for too long, so we can safely assume that they could get in between those two cities in like 10 to 15 minutes. Jesus, like with wow. people inside of them? Yes. How do they not like cartoon splat on the back of the fucking wall? <laughs> it's it's exactly. just because they're set up for just that. Like, I mean, they don't obviously just like... You watch those videos of people in G-Force and like their freaking face yeah. getting pulled off. Like, Yeah, those yeah. MiGs could go Mach 3 above almost Mach 3 or they could go above Mach 3 so like those things were fast which is crazy to think about but like those things you know those the fighter pilots are built for those things they're used to g-forces like that but obviously they're not gonna dead stop on those times they're just gonna slowly slow down to get to it once they get to it so the UFO was also heading north which is they were heading towards the MiGs unbeknownst uh like normal NATO missiles or planes would. So basically they would be coming from the Southern countries going up North into, um, 
into Russia, into the Soviet Union at that at that time. Yeah, so they don't so, want to go that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Soviet commanders ordered the ground-to-air missiles to fire, and boom, it was a direct hit. And the UFO landed in the Caucasus Mountains region. So I do want to say first off, this this gives me a little bit of pause, and I want to cover it. And I can go back and forth on, forth on this. First off, I just want to say that an alien race that can travel light years or even some kind of faster than light travel, if this is what it is, to reach us, how can a simple like missile that probably is not traveling that fast hit them? Because you know? they like a, are just... probably doing no purpose. I, I will say, like, even a Ferrari can get a flat tire. <laughs> Oh, that is I'm, I'm just being dead honest. You can have some of the most advanced technology on the planet and something so stupid, so simple, right, as a roofing nail yeah. can cause it to spin out and crash. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. I mean, I think, like, this is probably part of the plan. Maybe they do want to be captured. Maybe, um, like, they want to, they're doing it for their ego. I don't know. You and one of the most um, uh, brilliant UFO researchers in history, Jacques Vallée, (laughs) are in complete agreement on that. Because Jacques (laughs) Vallée has a long-standing theory about gifting fields. I mean, literally aliens gifting (laughs) technology. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome for my wisdom. I do also want to say that, like, maybe that, like you're saying, maybe they're gifting it, or maybe they just got lost or caught unawares or didn't have the technology to to see that a missile was coming. You know, maybe that they don't, because their technology works different, maybe works in, like, lasers or even faster. It's harder. They didn't ever build the technology to be seen, to see a missile that's going to hit them. You know, just like, because... You know, we don't, you build a radar detector for radar detectors, a radar detector detector, because you know radar detectors are there, like police are going to be there to catch you. But if you don't know that there's a radar detector there, that they exist, you would never want to know that they're there or know that they're there, you know? (laughs) Well, that makes sense. To to kind of spin off of what you were saying into more like recent terms, um, literally the entire like continental United States was just under terror of Chinese spy balloons. Like, because, uh, because our technology has advanced so far that we were looking for satellites and we were looking for aircraft and drones and this and that and the other. We went past the point of looking for balloons. We went so far past it that we didn't realize our skies were getting filled with balloons. Biden had to order basically our race, our nation's radar systems to be recalibrated essentially backwards to detect mm-hmm. balloons. And then all of a sudden it was like, shit, they're everywhere because yep. our technology passed and we kept trying to keep up, kept trying to keep up. And when you just keep trying to keep up, you forget to look behind you. Yeah. It's like, I, I wonder if like, if there was ever some like, you know, nefarious anti-government cell out there trying to pass communications and the NSA was trying to tap into them but they were just like using like Morse code like just a telegraph like beep 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 1600 beep 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 you know like nobody would look 
Like, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, that's just a pigeon. They don't know it has nuke secrets tied to its little pigeon foot. Mm-hmm. And that's the secret. I that mean, it's getting so bad. Sense. It's getting so bad that the NSA showing up at two-year-old birthday parties and just popping the balloons as they just being like, this is a Chinese spy balloon. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Those poor kids. What is this filled with? Explosive gas? Get him! Yeah, the SWAT teams <laughs> nah, have been just... deployed to every party city in town. Actually, in yeah. the nation. And, yep. <laughs> no, it's just helium. <laughs> that would be like a great episode for South Park. <laughs> I feel like that would be, yeah. So, I also, maybe that they had some kind of cloaking device, you know, and they uh, it went haywire and they were unawares. They didn't know that the their cloaking device stopped. So, they were like ghosts in the sky, but they were just basically like, some kid being like, I see you in a game of peekaboo where the aliens were just adults covering their eyes, acting like they were invisible, you know, and they're like, peekaboo, and the kid's just like, I see you, you know, <laughs> we're just looking up like, hey, there's an alien there. Yeah, no, you bring up a good point when it comes to like, yeah, like you get to a point where you're just looking forward, you're so advanced that you forget about like, the little things that just because they're old fashioned, they used to work, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that. And it's true. Like maybe a missile that's, you know, like for them will be like a super like easy thing to avoid actually got them because they weren't paying attention for that, you know? Yeah. Well, nonetheless, they were shot down and they disappeared into the Caucasus Mountains. So the Soviets sent out a retrieval team and an M-18 helicopter. Um, they found the dish-shaped object just outside of Nishni Shigam. So I think that's how you say it. But so this is just like a little area in, in the mountains that's like beautiful during the winter with like frozen waterfalls. So if you want to see some beautiful frozen waterfalls in Russia, Google it. Nishni Shigam. <laughs> Okay, I don't will go. Yeah. Thank if you can. <laughs> That's what they were singing as they were going down. Um, so they, they roped off the crash site and started the excavation. The UFO was 6.9 meters or about 22 feet wide. Um, to give you an example of the size, it would be a little bigger than the height of a giraffe or half of a semi truck. Um, I do want to say I Googled. What does 22 feet look like in like real terms? And the only example was like giraffe or a semi truck, half a semi truck. So that made any That's sense. It's like 97 cheeseburgers. I knew you were going to do That's that. That's about 97. Yeah. God damn. Pretty much, yeah. I just didn't want to do the math about each cheeseburger, how long the cheeseburger was. You know, it's not, it takes that it takes too long. I have a cheat sheet. I literally have a cheat sheet here. We have the cheeseburger, but there's also the metric double cheeseburger exactly true yes yeah yeah is, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 changes yeah. the game vertical it does. horizontal mm-hmm. now, that's very interesting gil and i were talking about and he mentioned something about the fact that we're listening listening to these stories right now and like mm-hmm. a week ago if we were listening to the stories it the, like this whole thing would sound like really like dumb you know and like kind of fake 
but now knowing what they have been talking about and just releasing about the government like i can totally see that like that's a thing you know like yes i i would totally believe that you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the credibility scale shifted yeah yes exactly yep. like right now everything is possible yep mm-hmm. agreed yeah yeah um speaking piggybacking off that so yeah a long rut could be seen leading up to where the craft was located so the crash hit the the craft just slid down slid and landed on like a kind of like a a big pile of boulders that stopped the movement so low key exactly like trinity it literally i mean i feel like it all happens they're the same could be the same alien race same craft same thing um kind of well it's like 30 what 40 years later that would make a lot of sense you know how like cars get recalled because they their brakes don't work like (laughs) these people if they're the same race they're buying faulty ufos and if they're the same race as trinity they're like shit 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 this happened this happened on the news last week Yes. Are you <laughs> implying that all of the UFO crashes during that time period were basically because there was a species that was driving around the Ford Pinto of UFOs? Yes, basically, <laughs> so yes, and I love that. That is my contribution to science. <laughs> like, shh, we, get, we get a slight rear-end impact, and there's like a hole that gets made in our gas tank, and we blow up. That's what happens every <laughs> yeah. fucking time. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Pretty honestly, much. I really hope... <laughs> That's what it is, and like the U.S. government just has all this faulty. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be hilarious though? Is if <laughs> they they crash landed, they crash landed their junk yes. on the U.S. Like here, you can all- have this shit. Oh we don't need it anymore. <laughs> Bro, this whole time it's been like y'all ever been like way out deep in the country where people are doing that shit every year, where it's like. They take all the old cars from like the junkyard and they ramp them off the side of yes. a cliff, and everybody's at the bottom. And you watch that shit crash. That's Earth. <laughs> yes. That is yes. Earth, and that's what's been happening. I wow. love that. Thank you it's so been much. like the Red Bull flying contest <laughs> yes, for UFOs, just like crashing into shit. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so the Soviet so crash the- teams could see the missile had hit the UFO, causing it to lose its shape. So. The crash teams, obviously, like like almost every other crash, they all detected radiation. Um, but I do want to say that they, as they were coming up to it, they didn't use precautions. They just came on to the what? came near the ship, right? But you the know, Soviets, the Soviets, they just came to the ship, and then after they detected the radiation, they started putting on protective gear. So probably most of them got poisoned or some at least radiation sickness or burns or anything when they were looking at it. So, uh, they took the, we need a cover. What do we do? I'll call my cousin at Chernobyl. Don't worry. Yeah. Send him to Chernobyl. (laughs) What? Chernobyl was 87, right? Mm hmm. Yep. Two years after Chernobyl. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. So the craft was taken by helicopter to Mozdok air base which housed nuclear weapons and long-range bombers as well. So this is like a real big hidden base. Um, U.S. probably knew about it because we kind of knew about most, and they knew about our military bases with nuclear weapons as well. Kind of see the radiation signatures. 
Um, so they sent out and gathered a special investigative team to come look in, at the craft. It wasn't just military, though. They also had civilian personnel as well, which I think is kind of weird for the Soviets at this point to get civilians involved. But again, they were Soviet Union was kind of about the crash down. Well, of course, guess who moved in to quickly cover this up? The KGB. (laughs) The KGB came in and we're like, oh, time to cut all this off. So they had some of the, uh, after it all been quarantined, everybody was was, uh, basically gotten rid of that wasn't necessary. The, um, The scientific team that went in found a small opening in the door. So the door in the crash had like, had opened just a tiny bit. So they basically were able to squeeze into it and get inside the craft, this uh, 22-foot craft, so they could see control panels and equipment. And to their surprise, they found three alien creatures. Wow. Yeah, this is a big one. So the little creatures were described as being around three feet tall with white grayish skin, but that appeared to, to them to be like an outer cover I would say it would be like a, like a suit. I don't know if it was, yeah, like some kind of protective suit or maybe it was just some kind of uniform, you know, I, I don't know if what it was, but underneath their real skin was more like a blue green color with a reptilian like texture. Ew. Oh, shit. Yeah. It sounds they were like one of the things from the book. <laughs> I fucking knew it. The reptilians are Russians. Mm-hmm. I fucking have been trying to tell you people. It sounds like one of the creatures from the book, the uh, Mojave Desert. The Mojave, Mojave incident. incident. Mojave incident. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Yep. So they were bald. As bald as George Costanza in Seinfeld. <laughs> Damn. They had black eyes. They were almost round, but they were more closer to avocados than human eyes. <laughs> so they were almost rounds. It's that avocados are the best way to describe alien yeah, eyes. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always just picture am I the only one that just pictures watermelon seeds? Can we just standardize yes. the yes. eyes to you are watermelon seeds? They are literally watermelons. You are yes. the only person that says that. I love it. Yeah, yes. let's stick to that trademark copyright copy left yep (laughs) copy center copy up down their eyes were covered with a protective lid which i really think is funny because it's like those are just eyelids (laughs) i don't know why they say that (laughs) they're like they have some kind of protective lid it's like do you mean eyelids that we all have yes they they have those too unless they're like some sort of mechanical yeah, and then yeah. they have that third eyelid that Some sort freaks of... everyone out. <laughs> a, a pneumatic mechanical fluid running through their bodies that causes a muscle infrastructure to move in their chest. <laughs> so are you explaining blood and a heart? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, it, you know, scientists have to describe it in a, Same. I would Same say, more scientific or or more alien way, I don't know. As unpoetic <laughs> as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full of but then so they had poetic. It, in a way, yeah. <laughs> so they had three webbed fingers at the end of their long and slender arms. Hot. So 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Sounds sexy. <laughs> yeah, they were like a '90s, uh, '90s emo band. Yeah. No, a '90s yeah. supermodel slender. Like that the Scarlett Johansson of aliens. Scarlett Johansson yeah, is, is not a slim queen. She's known for being curvy. I don't remember who that is. She's, She's the big beautiful. boob so. lady who was in trouble for being in that movie, um, Blade Runner, or whatever it is. Uh, it was a ghost in the machine. Yeah, there you go. Yep, because uh, she was portraying an I think an Asian person, and she very Ooh. much is right? not one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so the the memes were made of basically like her playing like everything, everybody else, mm-hmm. or like right, a giraffe or something. Yeah. Yes. True. Now she's playing an alien. Yeah. No fucks given. <laughs> True. Going in. <laughs> so they noted the researchers noticed that two of the aliens were dead. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sir. I've noticed mm. these men are dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> It, Damn se- it, Johnson. it seemed during the crash the equipment had fallen on them as they were plummeting to the ground. Oh, that Damn. is so sad. I know. They had so, just installed however, those cabinets. Yeah, they just installed the uh, <laughs> the brand new filing cabinets. Um, okay, this but is what I meant like overhead sure. cabinets that fell on them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, people are like, how could that? Po- how could a missile possibly take down a UFO? Bros just got killed by a filing cabinet. Okay, come on. Like, I'm just saying, I don't think whatever planet they come from has a lot of existential threats. They're just not used to it. You guys know you don't install filing cabinets. (laughs) They didn't, and look what happened. Oh, my God. See, like, this is what humanized them. That, like, shit, like, that happens to them as well. You know what happened? Yeah. They watched an advanced copy of Step Brothers, and they saw them make the bunk bed and have so much room for activities that they were like, cool, we need to put mm-hmm. filing cabinets. They need to go on the roof. They need to go on the walls. Yeah. Put them everywhere. Yeah. Look how much space. And then they <laughs> two of them died. <laughs> they so, straight up didn't realize that there was gravity on Earth, and they were just used to everything floating around oh God, when they went so into true. the atmosphere. I mean, it just crashed <laughs> That is actually not a bad thing. Not, like, not a bad uh, exactly take on that. Happened. Yeah. So what there, is this oppressive planet? <laughs> there was one alien alive, though, even if just barely. So Kill me. It's not looking good. He looked, Kill me. Yeah. He looked like he had just barely saved himself. While everything was crashing around it, By using so the, dead the medical team his came. Two friends yeah, shield. Yeah. <laughs> his, his fall. He's like, I always hated. I was, I was playing hide and go seek, and and I was hiding inside of the filing cabinet, and Kligork and Glooplop were trying to seek, oh. and and then I fell. Oh. This is so sad. I know. This Quasca is where is going to be pissed when he hears about oh, <laughs> this was his first foray into cabinets. Oh. So they 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 sent for the medical team, the Soviet medical team, and they tried to save the life of the third alien, but honestly, they had no knowledge of how they breathe, eat, or live. The alien did not make it. Or, 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 
<laughs> what maybe, do you need? <laughs> maybe that's what they want us to believe. That alien is now Vladimir Putin. With <laughs> fucking knew it. It's all connected. With, with the news that recently announced by the whistleblower, maybe the alien survived and was passing on secret and future technologies to the Soviets. Mm. Mm. Or it's Vladimir Putin. So that is and something. That's why he's so cold and calculating. Mm -hmm. That explains that photo I saw of him riding a bear. Mm -hmm. But so, uh, Gorsh, um, Gorsh, like Dave, Dave Gorsh, the the dude that you know um, broke this all open. One of the things that he said more recently, since the initial like release on Monday of this week, was that there has been essentially a secret Cold War going on in the background mm -hmm. yeah all these countries are scrambling for alien tech they've got it and it's kind of just like who's gonna have the breakthrough first yeah who's gonna figure out how to start the motor how to get in or unlock just what's going on that makes them so special and whatever the hell it is who's gonna invent the new velcro right yeah. i'm sure that's what the it new is. vanta black yeah so listening to something really cool about World War II um, and the idea that for Manhattan Project, them creating the atomic bomb, was that the, the biggest countries had the most resources to split up to help create the atomic bomb fastest, right? So we had two people while everyone was leaving Nazi Germany and pretty much either that or being murdered, um, they were coming to UK. They were getting smuggled out to the US. Most of the the people that didn't want to be Nazis in Germany moved to the US um, to try to get away. And so a lot of those people were scientists, and they helped get on projects for the atomic bomb. Thinking of that with this cold, this new Cold War of retrofitting tech, it's funny to think that like the two most well-off nations like the Soviet, the Russians right now and the U S are pretty much in another cold war with this retrofitting tech, even though, you know, the Soviet union uh, was abolished and they created the Russian Federation. It's very interesting that the two sides are still going at it, even though in quotations were in peacetime. So, yeah. So it, it makes it, it it makes more sense that we're doing this underneath. You know, they don't want... Obviously, this stuff is not getting released. Like he said, all most of the stuff that he said was given to the Intelligence Committee on the Congress. It's not going to be released because most of it's all redacted anyways. And he does, they don't want them to be like, yeah, yeah. We don't want them to get the Russians or the Middle East or whoever were warring at the time, you know, the... Even UK, we probably don't want to share it with them either. You know, even our allies, we're just saying, like, we don't want them to know because we don't want anyone to get an advantage on us. And they're doing the same thing. It's all those Spider-Mans pointing Why at each other. all their secrets? Mm-hmm. Because we're all the same, honestly. We're all doing the same stupid thing. Yeah, that Spider-Man meme is good for so many situations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything can be traced back to that Spider-Man meme. Yeah. I do believe it actually started the whole internet. Well, yeah, that's what Gil and I were talking about earlier during our phone call is that um, 
why why is the reason that this is coming out and what's the point of it like what, what are they planning to do to do with it how are we moving forward with this information you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah what's I next think, <laughs> i think something something that um has honestly been i don't know i mean this is just the start of everybody kind of just like coming to terms with and like grappling what with like with what just happened what was just said and the claims that are being made right from the highest official in like history to really be making these claims at least from the united states right um but there's been like a very slow very public process that has led up to this moment right so um was it two years ago we had the uh national defense authorization act the ndaa and in it, there was specific, uh, you know, amendments, specific writing in that bill, which is the largest defense spending bill that 100% of the time passes because it would be political suicide if you didn't vote for this bill, right? Everybody votes for it. They debate it and they pull things in or pull things out, put things in, this and that and the other, but everybody votes for it unanimously. Um, well, in the NDAA, a few years ago, there was a specific provision put in saying that there would be an office created that sole intent was to study UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, right? And this acronym's changed a million times since then. But the whole thing was there's going to be an office made at the Pentagon that kind of is like at the head of the head of the head of everything that is going to be collecting and recording information about UFOs. So that was two years ago. Last year, there was another provision put in. And this time, right, and this is after a lot, the, the UFO community was very uh, well aware that this was needed and people were writing letters to their congressmen and their senators and yada, yada, yada. The whole thing was that we don't just need an office studying it. We need whistleblower protections. We specifically need legal protections so that all these folks who have worked on black budget projects and they've signed contracts basically saying the legislative equivalent of we'll kill your grandkids if you ever say a word to anybody about this kind of shit, like the real heavy, 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 heavy contracts, you need to protect them or we're never going to get witnesses. Yeah. So they signed it into law last, I believe it would have been December. Right, so we're looking at seven months ago. Um, they signed it into law saying that there is now whistleblower protections. You come forward, right? Fuck all the contracts, fuck every contract you've ever made with the government, uh, the NDAs, non disclosure agreements, fuck all that shit. You can come, you can talk to us, you were protected, those contracts are null and void if you come and speak out and tell us about them aliens, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then now this has happened. This has been multiple years building up to this point. So, like, there's, to me, there's the immediate moment of, like, there's the shock. There's the, like, why is it happening? What's going on right now? What could this possibly be? But then there's the honest, like, years of work that have gone up to this moment that have literally set the groundwork for, like, Grossage, like, to, like, pop up and to be, like, hey, I'm here. 
Mm-hmm. I'm ready to take advantage of these whistleblower protections yeah. and report this information to an office and like reveal these documents and start giving out sources and da da da. Like, there's been so much work that's gone into it. So that's, and I'm not saying I believe that 100%, but I am saying <laughs> that like there's been a legitimate path that's been built very intentionally with a lot of people's hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you remember this, Joey, when we're talking about how it's all like if you look back it's so beautifully planned um Mm -hmm. like the steps like you know we've been getting fed like through like movies shows and just Mm -hmm. like it's normalizing like when this happens you know people are not gonna be as in shock because they've been preparing us to know this information so it like makes sense like you said like the steps and all the hard work that's been going on in the past like it's been set up so nicely for like oh look now all these people that that have been behind the scenes that have seen that work now they can speak up and not be afraid that they're gonna kill their whole families you know mm-hmm. yeah and that guy did himself like i think the whistleblower he he did a great job of even with these protections in place, he put his face on TV. He put his face yep. in places that like people now will recognize this guy if something does happen to him. So he being an intelligence officer, he knew specifically like, hey, I have to get myself out there, not just be behind a, a black curtain or behind a wall saying that like I'm the whistleblower because those are the people that end up silenced or somewhere else Mm -hmm. he made it to himself like hey i'm a and granted who knows if this like we like you just said if this is like also a way to allow now the u.s congressional office to start feeding out more information instead of the u.s congress just randomly coming out and being like look at them aliens over there you know like i feel like it's a it's a slow burn you know they're pretty much taking their time to start feeding the information like you said feeding the information out there to slowly and it started really feel like started happening in after covid like we started seeing so much more bigger announcements um just because it was i don't know maybe we're we got used to huge worldwide announcements and we're now we're like okay hey ignore the way that we're not taking care of you as a people and all of the True. You know, all of the deaths that have and continue yeah. and will continue to happen due to the pandemic that we didn't prepare for. Uh, aliens? Mm-hmm. Huh? You guys were yeah. interested in that a while back, I remember. Yeah? yeah. We're good? Okay, we're yeah. good? Okay. See you soon. Season three is going to go back to the uh, <laughs> alien epidemic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because that's one of the things that I was feeling with all this, like, either this is, like, preparing us for something, which it probably is both. It could be both, like, hey, here's this information, but also we're distracting you from something else. So it could be both, or it could be one way or another, but um, it is funny how anti- it is yeah. They could be trying to draw attention from all the anti-trans, anti, 
drag queen, all of that anti LGBTQIA and yeah, you know, but human been rights. Forever. This no, is, but have you like heard a... of any yeah. of the things that have been happening lately with all of the laws being passed? Yeah, but again, like that's been the thing that we've been dealing with forever. So it will be no, those laws are in place because people had those freedoms before. Mm hmm. I, I don't. All right. There's. There, I always thought it was funny, and I think this applies right now. There's the old, like, supposed like Italian curse, like I curse you to live in interesting times, right? That that famous curse. Um. I've always thought that was hilarious because when isn't it interesting times? When isn't their um, people's rights under attack? Mm -hmm. Like seriously, I, I just, I will challenge you and I'm, I don't want to get too far off on like, uh, you know, that, that specific rabbit hole here with this. I want to keep it on aliens, but um, I challenge you, name one fair election that has ever taken place in this country. Name one. Name one fair election. We've never had one. Massive portions of the population have not been eligible to vote. People have constantly been oppressed in the process. Mm -hmm. There's been long-standing issues with the counting-like process. And even if you don't agree with that, let's look at gerrymandering. The point mm -hmm. is, is rights have always been under attack. And Yes, politicians. They're a gold standard for politicians is net is to let no crisis go to waste. Hundred percent, right? Yep. Never, ever, ever, ever. But at the same time, as folks that just consume this information, right? Because that's all we're doing, right? We're consuming this news. We're consuming this information. When do we shoot the messenger? Right. Like I, I, that is a decision that we have to make. We have to honestly look at folks like Dave in this situation and to be like, do we not trust him because big things are going on? I would challenge you a week before where big things going on a week before that where big things going on two weeks before that where big things going on. Our media cycle works on sensationalism. There will always be a big thing going on. It will never not be a big thing going on. But for this moment in time, the big thing going on is aliens. And I'm fucking here for that shit. So, bringing it back around, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know if this is a distraction more so than another mass shooting. Right, more so than um, a bicyclist getting hit by a car, a pizza guy getting shot, um, you know, like uh, J.K. Rowling saying something that transphobic again. Like, when isn't there something like this? So I'm coming in with this is a distraction for the one world order. Oh, she's going deep on this one. Shit. <laughs> Y'all, I'm taking off my pants for this one. <laughs> I can't wear pants at a time like this. Are you kidding me, people? <laughs> All right. I have to say this. <laughs> All right. Is that all? Is that all you had to say? <laughs> there was no follow-up. You were just coming in to be like, and he called you a bitch. And then just ran away. <laughs> like, let the people keep fighting. Like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Come on, back it up. It's literally my on? job, Gil. This is what you pay me God for. God damn it, B. <laughs> That's true. Well, uh, 
All right, so, but this does bring up an important point that if you, um, I do want to follow up with the intentionality and the build up to things, right? Because so much has been said um, counter to, and, and parts of this kind of feel honest to like how I feel too, um, that, that he's an op. That this is all a part of an elaborate PSYOP campaign, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that we're being subjected to. We. Um, and I often worry myself when I see things like this because my concern is that we get so many people with so many eyes so focused on something and then we all just get shit on our face at the same time and it completely ruins the seriousness of the topic or the subject. It just mm. gets such a fucking failure, such an obvious letdown. Anybody that was talking about it, believing it, looks like a fucking idiot because it just gets, whoop, there's the veil. Right, that's always that's that's the concern I got. You know, this is something I care about. You know, I love. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but to speak to that, Ross Coulthard, the the Australian guy, right? That um, if you've watched the interview with Dave Grossage, like you, th that was the Australian guy that was talking to him. He's had a podcast called Need to Know. It's an excellent podcast um, for a couple of years now. Um, I've been following him. Really big into aliens, does a lot of awesome shit. Well, Russ Coulthard said in the interview, right, or sorry, in the podcast talking about the interview, he said that he had actually received loads and loads and loads of leads, right, into the subjects of crash retrievals, alien bodies, you know, government cover-ups, all this awesome shit that we're into. He had received a bunch of leads from a single man, right, who was on his deathbed years and years and years ago, right? The guy was literally, he was like a couple minutes away from dying. It was like, this is who you need to talk to. This is what I wish I could have told you. You know, like, gives this to Russ Coulthard, this, this investigatory journalist, right? And Coulthard starts pursuing these leads, hitting these people up at these different departments and these different high levels of government all over the world, you know, the whole super awesome investigations and shit like that. Those people pointed him to Dave Grossich. So by Ross's own, own admittance, his own, his own beliefs, he's like, look, if, the guy, if this guy was a plant, this process started years and years and years ago, like so long before this moment, before he came out and spoke to the public, his face, first goddamn time he says something, mm -hmm. right? This started a long time ago. And Russ Coulthard's been there for that whole process. And like th hearing that actually gives me a little bit more faith into into this whole story yeah. where I'm like, f okay, that, that's some backstory I needed to hear because otherwise it's just a dude popping up saying some shit, honestly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it seems like. And yeah, another yeah. thing that I, they say in the podcast is that like, I mean, I was really disappointed. They hyped it up like, you know, like this exclusive interview and they show someone else's interview and they only showed about 10 minutes, if that, of it. And then... Yeah when you're listening to the podcast they're like yeah interviewed him for like seven full hours hmm. yeah. <clears throat> there's there's that's another thing too there's more that's coming down and that's why um 
yeah, this Sunday, the Sunday that y'all would be listening to this when this episode drops, that night on News Nation, there's supposed to be a whole nother special dedicated to the interview. There's like 12 hours in total recorded about this. We only caught 10 minutes at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Wow, that's insane to know that there's more. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. There's a lot more. Well, just like you said, though, like, if this is sensationalist news, you're not just going to drop it all at once. Because then, you know, just like you if you're, interest. if you're, yeah, people will lose interest, if, especially if you just give, here you go. And then within like a week, maybe if that, the story is over. But if you slowly, yeah. slowly bring out stuff, like just each time a little bit like more shocking than the first part, you know, obviously at first you want to shock somebody to get their attention. But then if you slowly keep shocking people farther and farther, it's your people are going to still listen and it'll slowly grow. You know, you'll start seeing TikToks about it. You'll start seeing huge, you know, like people putting together, looking up at the sky, being like, look at them aliens up there pointing to a cloud or something. I don't know. But like you'll, you'll start seeing more stuff grow and it won't be necessarily media doing it. It'll be social media doing more of the work. Yeah. For, for these people, growing the phenomenon of it, growing everything that they, they want it to be. And that's why when you talk about it being a PSYOP, uh, or like a, a it, it kind of could be that, but I want to see how quickly something comes out about this guy. His background, you know, and because if it is, that's what's like, going to happen. He's going to be really, like, thoroughly, like, They've done multiple background checks and like background checks. Yeah, like yeah. this guy is like on paper like credible. Yeah, for sure. But I mean like think about if you were an intelligence operation, you could make things up to create something about a guy if you wanted to bring somebody down super quickly. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to, yeah. to, to, to make, like you're saying, if you wanted to make people that believe in aliens and want this to be true so bad to make them look like fools, but actually hiding the truth underneath the rug to get rid of a congressional, yeah. basically a congressional budget purse string over top of them. Yes, I know what you're saying, yeah. Make people believe that it's not necessary. Make so Congress people don't care about it anymore. Congress goes, okay, we don't care about it anymore because people don't care about it anymore. Slide it back under the rug. What is the most... I guess this is what I'd like to know from from everybody, and I'll I'll go to. Um, What is the most... uh, How do I put this shocking or in- what is the most unbelievable thing as as uh for all of us all four hosts of a uh, of a podcast that's dedicated to ufos and true crime and paranormal and all the other keywords and shit like that all the weird shit in the world right we love ufos we listen to crazy ass cases about it all the time um research it what was the what was the most shocking moment in the interview with dave grosh that like made you step back if there was one uh, to me i mean i wouldn't say it was shocking but it was just the way he delivered this information um and 
he was just very like calm and just like an oddly like not human about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, is this yeah, what if he just straight up at the end of the last interview, he's like, and they're living among us. Rip's face off, reveals he's an alien. Well, it's like, you wanted proof. Fuck you, bitches. Yes. <laughs> well, didn't he get... Um, I feel like the I mean, reason he was so... Um, I feel like the reason he was so like eerily calm was because he had gotten approval to say these things. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. I don't know. There was just something, something odd about him, and maybe we'll see it during the twelve-hour interview. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I am not the only one. twelve hours. <laughs> they didn't Gil let him sleep. That. And my oh friend, wait, my friend Victoria too. We were talking earlier about this, and she also mentioned that. He was very robotic. There's a weird vibe. There's a... There is a vibe. And that... I think that leads me to, to my point to, like, hop in to answer my own question, right? Um, it low-key felt like the script from a Nigerian prince email. <laughs> yes. Like, it, it, it felt like... Here's everything you could have ever dreamed of delivered to you as easy as fucking possible. Yes. <laughs> just click the link. You know, like, it, it was so just like, boom. All you have to do is invest your small amount of money, your small <laughs> amount of say, your small amount of belief into this. Mm -hmm. And the world can be yours. Like, it, it was so, like, I don't know if it was how it was edited I'm just going to straight up say it. I don't trust the dude's face. <laughs> I fucking don't. All right. I'm sorry, but like I, I've traveled around this country by trusting my gut, right? By like hitchhiking, hopping trains, you know, kindness of strangers, yada, yada, yada. I get a vibe. Like I really, I want to believe what he's, I do believe that the shit that he's saying, right, happens in some context, but I don't know if I trust him like something feels but fucking off i do want to maybe it's because i'm so used to not saying maybe if it's because it's so used to like i'm not used to like getting a good thing and i'm used to an abusive relationship with my government so i don't know how to recognize a healthy relationship right <laughs> you know but like and that might be a thing it probably is but it just feels like a lot all at once and it, it's leaving me a little like uncomfortable like Again, like, who do you believe when you want to believe? Mm-hmm. He went way deeper than that, you know? Like, he's just, like, the, the conversation went, like, you know, very deep. He told us a lot and you know the only thing was that we aren't able to see the documents because they're classified but like you know everything seems like legit I don't know but he is literally and Ross Coldart like says this to his credit like 100% to his credit in the interview are you saying <laughs> you know and I'm paraphrasing here but that we have craft 
of extraterrestrial origin. Like, and like he just point blank asks him, and he's like, "Yup, yup, uh huh, yup." And it's just like, "What? Like, do you realize that this is, if true, big if true, huge if true, right? If true, this is the most significant leak, or or point or fact revealed to the public in world history." Yeah, like this is this insane. Is, <laughs> This just answered a question every single human or society or culture has had, for the most part, the folks that, you know, well, actually just pretty much Europeans. Anyways, but this has answered a question that countless generations have had. You just answered that. And you're just like, yep, uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, what? Like, he, just, like- <laughs> he basically validated everyone's feelings. And we don't know how to handle the fact that we have been finally been validated. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, it, it would be like, <laughs> this is real. You're breaking down, you know, you're on your knees and you're like, I love you. And the person's like, yeah, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what? Like, it just, it's, it's a disproportional emotional response to like the gravity of that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it, it feels off and those aren't from the scenes that are just cut and edited and produced weird it's it's full clips of him just being like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep it's just like what <laughs> so that's it this is it we're not crazy yeah. you're telling us this whole time we've been like right about everything and yep <laughs> we can change categories to a history podcast like what is going on right now <laughs> I yeah, think no, I need to huge. know. This is huge, and that's that's what I was saying. Like, it, I was just like, okay, this is huge. Um, this is like this. This is about to change history, basically. Everything that we know yeah. about history, and this is why Science is my favorite movie. It's because it's so realistic, and that's one of the things that they mentioned that this is about to change history, yeah, as we know. Yeah. And like, like you said, like all of our ancestors and people way before us died no, not knowing the truth. Yeah, pretty <laughs> What's much. What's that face, Gil? I've just been watching Selena wipe her eye for like 40 <laughs> seconds There's something straight. in my eye. It hurts so bad. It's extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. It's Dave Groach. It's the He's truth. in your goddamn mind. You keep it's saying his name Joey. different every time. I know. But yeah, like... It's because every podcast and news piece that I've seen, people have said his name different. Gorsh, and I'm just right? mixing it all. It's Dave Gross. But guys, like, <laughs> think about it. Oh, like, I'm going to get... All, all these people... Yeah, I'm, I'm here, B. I'm here, B. And I want to hear what Joey has to say. I'm just saying, like, it's so crazy that all these people that have died before us, obviously, they, yeah. they, like, I mean, if you even go back to the 19, 1950s, um, people that have worked in, um, in like government and they've had this information and then there's like civilians that have been searching this and they've all died without being validated 
from their information, from what they've witnessed before. I mean, people's lives have been have been destroyed because they came out and talked about the fact that they saw a UFO or that they've been abducted yeah. and everyone gaslighted them. And then now, 2023, this one guy comes out into the public eye and just says like, yeah, it's been real this whole time. It's like people's lives have yeah. been like destroyed because they got gaslighted. And now you're just telling us like, yeah, they were right. Yes. I yeah. hope that those people that that's lives were destroyed go into the supermarket as they're walking down the aisle. They see that person that like <laughs> rolled their eyes every time they saw them and they look at them and they point and they go, ha, what now? Ha. It's so true. I was right. You were wrong. Ha ha ha. And they have the biggest laugh about it I possible. Hope so. I hope those people, they just laugh in their face. And those people that, that did it, they just look down. They grab their $15 per, $15 per pound meat, put it in their cart, go to the register, pay $300 at the grocery store, go back home, drive home. And they just sit there on their couch and they watch that interview. I and they eat that meat raw and they die. <laughs> oh, we're not saying that you should eat. No, meat like I keep... we do not propose. No, 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 but them, but if you're you wouldn't be them if you're listening to the show. I keep thinking about the True. the old guy that that was talking about yeah. how he witnessed the the TikTok, the TikTok? Yeah. TikTok. Um, TikTok, yep. yeah. Yeah, that I still think about him and he was just like, I was just telling my point of view and how I saw the whole thing happen. And I lost my family. I lost my job. I lost my friends. And it was so sad. And now like, he has to see this and be like, oh, my God. If there's if there's one thing that at least I can say personally from like that I've, I've always tried to emphasize on this show, right? It's that the impact is beyond the moment, right? The PTSD um, goes deeper. It goes into actual like social stigmatism, right? It goes into potentially like mental illness, Mm -hmm. And it forces folks into isolation, folks that would otherwise be considered credible, respectable, reasonable, professional, all of the things, all of the hallmarks of what we see as the ideal this, the perfect that, the, the standard for, for this or, you know, all of that. It doesn't matter what your accolades are or what status you hold in society. It can all come crumbling down if you're honest about a phenomenon, an experience that you have, mm -hmm. that you partake in, or that you just fucking witnessed. If you're fucking honest, it can ruin your goddamn life. Because, and this ties back directly to what happened at the end of Project Sign in the United States of America when they said, essentially at the end of their, their official documentation, this shit's real. And then Project Grudge started. And their conclusion was, yes, this shit's real, but we can't do a goddamn thing about it. And the threat 
of the unknown and how people react is more detrimental than the actual unknown itself. We need to convince everybody that anybody who sees it is an outcast, a pariah, an insane person, a drunkard, a druggie, uh, anything but credible human being. And then they launched a very intense program to discredit anybody who comes forward and they isolated everyone socially, right at a time when the public was so captivated by UFOs and the unknown, mm-hmm. right? The one thing I've always tried to drive home, at least from my research, is that the biggest impact is not the aliens. It's how we treat the people who see them. Exactly. And, like, it's so fucked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is so fucked. But, like, we are dealing, like, at some point if the truth ever comes out, right, Mm -hmm. we have to deal with with this moment. And I I almost want to counter this. I almost want to propose an idea here. This is a trial run. Okay, so say, so say that this is total bullshit. Say that this guy is total bullshit, and he is a government plant. I think it would make more sense if we approached it from the angle of, okay, but it's still the truth. Yeah. Like, there, there's so much history behind it. We shouldn't put all of our eggs in his basket, but we should be still, <laughs> like, we should still be eating omelets. Great if this motherfucker can help carry us across the finish line. Would love that. But if he doesn't, egg shouldn't be on our face, right? I don't know how far I can stress this metaphor here. But, like, but I'm just saying, like, yes, fine. But anytime people pop up like this, if they pass a certain degree of legitimacy, throw our weight behind him. And if they fall flat on their face, that's fine. There's still a long, long history of credible people. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. That was a Agreed. great speech. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> I do think that you're right in the way that you say that even if he is a government plant or a psyop or whatever they want to call it, mm-hmm. he's still it's still a, a test in a way because it's it's how people react now that is really the biggest thing like you're talking about like yeah i think in the 40s and 50s there was so much even the even the freaking washington dc ufo with all the ufos flying over the freaking the white house and in dc and everything and it's like that doesn't get talked about that much even though that was literally scrambling jets to see these things happen and people were literally seeing this happen and yet multiple weekends yeah multiple weekends and yet it's not more talked about it's not like in it's talked about in ufo circles obviously in in paranormal circles it's talked about in those but it's not talked about in an everyday life of people being like aliens are real because this happened because this happened because all these things happen there or ufos are are there and i think one of the hardest thing it's going to be and and this is why i think that it's 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 a little bite to begin it to kind of squeeze to start revealing other stuff coming out it's because it's not as crazy to say that ufo's are real right mm-hmm. there could be spaceships flying everywhere you know i think the crazier thing the one that's going to hit people harder is when people start saying yes 
these species exist and these are the species that are out there. Mm-hmm. That's yes. going to be the one yeah. that's slow. He did say in the interview that there are other species, but he did not confirm saying like, this is, these are the other species out there and we have found their the intentions. Tall grays. The tall grays, the difference, the Nordics, yeah. all the, the random whites. stuff. Yeah. The tall, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was he, one of the things I noticed about this interviews in, it was that they, like, he kept, sorry, this is one of the things I noticed during the interviews, is that he kept saying it's non-human, but he didn't mm-hmm. say what kind of non-human. He wasn't specific, you know? It made me think, like, yeah, this is, it just made me think of, like, animals. I was like, what, like a raccoon? Yeah, like the whole fucking just little mammals with hands. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) just flying around. Wow, that's impressive, (laughs) Kill. That is incredible. Thank you. Yeah, like I had an idea you could do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it yeah. could be anything. Yeah, he didn't. That's and I think that that is what's it is slowly going to be the part of when people really hits home. You know, I think that's when it really is going to hit home when people see the breadth of it. Yeah, and not just this little detail of there's there's crafts out there. That's a good start to to see it. You know and. That's, you know, because it could technically still be anything. It can technically still be, you know, he did say non-human, but technically just be evolved humans farther in the earth. Or just a horse or something. (laughs) Or AI. I want to throw out there a couple things. Um, I feel like when I walked away from from watching uh, the interview... He said extraterrestrials. Like, Ross Coltart was, like, pushing the question. He's like, are you literally saying this? And he's like, yup, yup, yup. You know, like, he he was just, again, nonchalant about dropping, basically, you know, the Ten Commandments. I am so glad he's not Moses. (laughs) Right? Or, yeah, whatever. Uh, If he dropped the Ten Commandments, (laughs) they would break. (laughs) There was this bush... Shit was on fire. Anyways, I got these stones. Word of God. Word to your mother. Boom. I'm out. You know? Well, <laughs> like, he did break the out. news. He would he would be so chill about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um but no, so like so so he did he in my mind he pretty much confirmed they're extraterrestrial. Yeah. Right? Because it, it was just the approach, it was the conversation. I'm pretty sure Ross Coltart, if he would have felt like there was any question at the end of the interview about if it was extraterrestrial, he would have asked questions at the time about literally tell me these are extraterrestrial and the guy would be like, Yup, yup, yup. Like it was just it if it, it seemed like a yes spree at mm-hmm. that point in the interview, right? Um I don't and even know where I'm going with this. That could be that that yes spree that you're talking about. Could be that he had so many questions being asked, and a lot of these clarifying questions were kind of what was in the interview, right? What was in yeah. what was given to us. So, like we were talking about earlier, more could be released. Yes, he was calm, but what is it? What what do we have to gain? 
or what is anybody having to gain watching him? Would he become more trustworthy if he was like, oh my God, did you, s- the aliens are there. Would yeah, he be more true. trustworthy? No. no. Yeah. His, his cold, Frank- his cold demeanor, in my opinion, gives it a more air of like, okay, I've seen this. I've seen it so many times. To me, it's normal. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. give it to you as normal. You're right. Also, and he right. was. It allows us to internalize mm-hmm. Also, he was an intelligence officer, so they are trained to yeah. be calm during That's, crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, he was one of the highest up in terms of like intelligence officers. What have y'all done by the time that you've turned 35? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I've still got two more years. You can't blame me. But <laughs> they're like, son, the fucker's like 35 or 36 years He's old. 34. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're like, son. Damn it, I've only got a year. <laughs> never mind. Good, son. <laughs> I was just going to say, son, you ain't never showed a, an emotion in your goddamn life. You got a promotion. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I would be promoted very much there. I know, like he was basically Joey in that, and, that and that's why, and that's why I'm saying like I can see why he's doing this. Yeah, because, I'll like, be you telling us this huge story yep. and no emotion, nothing. Yeah, yep. I mean, he's he's so matter of fact about it. That's why I like it. Is he's so matter of fact about it? You're like, oh. Like, he must have been asked these questions a billion times before. Or, like, he's been saying this the whole time and, like, seeing it the whole time. So, him, it's normal. To us, we're just, like, it's, like, crazy. Like, people, you know, people are, like, holy shit. Did you hear what this dude just said? And it, like, it blows blows up from there. Yeah. The two differences between Joey and I in terms of news delivery. Exactly. beautiful. Because if Joey... If Joey literally had contact with Quasga, had an invitation, RSVP plus Kleeglork to his fucking bar mitzvah, right? Like, Joey had it in hand, right? And, like, wanted to present it to one of us. He would have been like, or he would walk up and just be like, hey, uh, um, so I got something important to talk to you about. Um, I don't want to talk about it right now. I can see that you're busy. And you would be like, no, I'm not busy. I can talk about it. I'm totally interested. No, 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 no. It's okay. You told me two days ago that you're busy. Um, so uh, what time, uh, sometime this week or next yes, week, would you yes. be able to meet up and and talk about this important thing that I want to talk to you about? And I'd be like, Joey, what? The, literally, just tell me what the fuck it is. You'd be like, no, 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 no. It's okay, bud. It's okay. It's okay. When when does it work? Wednesday? Next Wednesday? Not this coming one? The next Wednesday? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. Fine. It's going to eat me inside the whole time. And he'd be like, cool, cool. All right. See you there, buddy. Want me to bring coffee? Like, a beautiful human being, but just so patient with the heavy bombs, the heavy news that he delivered. Thank you for validating my feelings, Gil. And I love that we're... I would come in, fucking kick your goddamn table hand you a drink, grab your hand, pour the drink on your fucking head, throw a road flare at your mom, and be like, Quasgo just invited me to a fucking bar mitzvah! Fuck you! And, and then run out of the room with no pants. <laughs> like he's doing right now. Yes. Right now. I can't talk about disclosure with pants on. Nobody nope. should. Nope, you can't have disclosure being yes. closed in. These people are trained to be like that. So, yeah, for them, this is yeah. normal. 
this is how they talk every day this is how they talk to their wives to their mothers it's normal where do we go from here right if there if there is an option about where we do go that's right what where could we what do we just wait until honestly a couple hours after this podcast gets published and you know there's supposed to be another full expose with dave like at i think nine o'clock eastern time um on sunday night right that's going to be happening it's going to be more of the interview more of the explosive revelations how far is this going to go like at what point am i going to learn that my mom's an alien that's what i want to know like where where is this going yeah like what's the purpose of all this why are they telling us like and also i'm thinking okay is this for us or did they deliver this information on purpose so china russia and all of them would know because of something i don't know maybe this is not about us maybe this is something bigger so that that you yes i think there's there's the handlers of information and the censors right and then there's the people that have the honest intentions and what do the folks that are censoring or preventing information out gain when they choose to let the honest individuals through the gate i think that's what's actually happening here is that there's an honest individual super legitimate history right probably just as up to speed on honest information as anybody else is in the government i just want to reference colin powell talking to Congress, holding up a bottle of anthrax, talking about why we should invade Iraq. The point is, Hmm. is that there are lies that happen, huge lies, that cost a lot of people their lives and cost billions and trillions of dollars, right? Mm -hmm. This shit happens all the fucking time. It's not rare, and it doesn't make any any specific topic special, but sometimes they let the honest folks through the gate, knowing and planning for the damage that they'll cause, and planning to take advantage of the chaos that ca- that's caused by it. It doesn't mean that they're trying to cover anything specific up, but it does mean that the results of the conversations prepare them as a foundation to then do something else, mm-hmm. right? To spend more money on an aerospace program. To And it's not going to be one thing. It's going to be 27 things because there's 27 different isolated you know compartmentalized yeah. organizations that are all relying on black budget money and yada 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 it's very convoluted there's a reason why the phrase is red tape mm-hmm. um so if he is an honest um an honest fool an honest idiot an honest scapegoat or he's straight up telling the truth at some point he got through the censors right what the fuck is going on? Like, this shit is mind-blowing because it's like, he was approved by the Defense Department to say this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they've spent so long saying that it's bullshit, wouldn't it be weird if all of a sudden he couldn't? Like, <laughs> their whole thing has been set up with, that's fucking bullshit, you crazy assholes. Say whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. That's been the whole story. So wouldn't it be more sus if all of a sudden they're like, no, 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 don't talk about that. Like, wouldn't that be more suspicious? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been telling us forever that it's lies. So wouldn't it be weird if all of a sudden they were like, you can't talk about those lies? (laughs) I don't know. People are attacking him for that. And I'm like, 
Well, they kind of had their hands tied behind their back. Mm-hmm. Well, did you see they've that? They've been telling us it's not real. Did you see the rebuttal from the arrow? Oh, just basically that they haven't seen evidence, which honestly, Dave has straight up said they've had evidence prevented from getting to them. Like true. They haven't had access to it. Yeah. Well, that's so true. Why, like, it's that's not a bombshell. Yeah. But yeah. it's but it's true. And I think that the idea that he's doing is to help get evidence to them. Because mm-hmm. now now they have a place to look. Now they have somewhere to ask for. Now now Arrow has a way to go, cool, now that we know what we're looking for, we can f- strategically go after the air bases. We can strategically go after the budgets for these places and say, hey. And that's what, what was is kind of so great about want to say this in this way but i kind of do it's so great about congress having an oversight of it is that now they can take the budgets away from the places that house these black ops things they may not be able to take the money away from the black ops that are happening but they can take the money away from where the black ops are happening and so they have a tiny bit of control over it to be like hey either we're going to do this kind of hold them hostage we're going to take money away from you. You can't investigate anymore. You can't do these little things anymore. So it'll help a little bit at least to get some more information flowing. And maybe that's how some of this information was allowed to come out. Maybe there was some squeezing and the the DOD was like, all right, we'll give something up. You know what I mean? Like this is just me kind of rationalizing, kind of dreaming of scenarios of how something like this could happen even though for so long they've been telling us something's not there to have somebody come out from the department of defense from intelligence say hey i know i i am representing the department of defense which he literally is because they allowed him to say this he's representing the department of defense and the intelligence agency come out and say hey this is what's happening this is what i've seen happen and pe- well, people have told me happen, and s- the documents I've seen happen, because he said he'd never seen it himself, seen the 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 uh, crafts himself. I will I will counter a little bit there. Um, in in the process of him getting approved, it literally uh, and it it straight up states um, like this does not confirm anything that the person's saying. This only confirms that it's not revealing anything that is considered classified or top secret, right? So people's specific medical information, super, super protected in government documentation. It's Mm -hmm. it's a major thing, anything that might reveal somebody's medical information. So his approval wasn't specifically saying that, um, that anything he was saying was true. It was just that the information he was revealing doesn't breach um, classified documentation, top secret documentation, blah, blah, blah. Basically, all the government censors, and it doesn't reveal any um, uh, medically identifiable information about somebody that's involved in any of these cases. And if you listen to his answers, he doesn't. He just straight up says, we've retrieved extraterrestrial craft. See, but we've that... met the occupants, but but that doesn't name any of the top secret programs, mm-hmm. 
any of the black budget programs, anybody that's involved, any of the locations where it's involved, any of the years where shit has happened, any of the locations where shit's happened, anything that explains what the ships look like, what the occupants look like, Mm -hmm. if they're a fucking raccoon or if they're Atlanteans or if they're, you know, doesn't reveal any of that. It just says, it happened and I saw documentation. Done. Yeah. I heard about it. I saw documentation. It happened. Which technically doesn't cross a line. And technically doesn't go any farther than any of the countless number of former military folks who have come forward, not just in the U.S., but all over the world, and been like, there's aliens out there. We've captured their crafts. We've been reverse engineering their technology. Please, for the love of God, go look up like Israel's former um it Prime, was it Prime was their Minister. head of space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he straight up like he has a whole fucking thing. You can you can go on a rabbit hole looking at his shit. And you can go to Canada, find the same thing. Go to Chile, find the same thing. Go to Brazil, find the same thing. Basically everywhere besides the United States. That's why Literally this is big. Every though. other that's country besides the United I know. But that's why it's, it's like big. Every country besides the United States, all of their high ranking officials are like, Yep, them's aliens. And the US is like, no, uh uh. But that's but that's why it's so big Nuh-uh. too. But that's why it's so big too, is because a country that's as tight lipped as we are, he says we have, meaning the United States, meaning he is representing the Department of Defense. He's representing those things. We have seen it. We have crashed UFOs. I have seen it in documentation. So that's why I think it's so big. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially in the U.S. And I think that's why it's making such a big thing because, like, I think the, the some some things I read about discrediting the Canadian the guy from Canada was that he released a book afterwards and people said oh it's just for a book mm. but that's not I'm not saying that discredits him but that's what people use yeah. to discredit him we'll see if this guy writes <laughs> book yeah fucking nerd yeah but like we'll see if this guy writes a book I mean you know in the general but this guy isn't at this moment he isn't using this as a platform to make himself yeah. bigger. He's only using as a platform to say, this is what happened. This is what I saw. He never went into detail. I saw this thing. Cause he can't, he won't yeah. most likely. He's not going to go into detail cause he can't. Cause they said basically then once they find out where this stuff is, that's too much information. Yeah. You know? And we don't need that. Like people don't need to, he doesn't need to come and be like on this day, this, 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 and this happened. A, a yeah. simple recognition for everybody, I think, is like one of the biggest things that can happen because, yeah. especially if he's telling the truth, which I do believe that he's telling the truth. Most of us, everyone here believes that he's telling the truth, is that it's a simple admission of, yes, they are real. And for however long the U.S. government has been since 1784, I mean, granted, they didn't care about seven, in, in those days, but like. 76. 1776 was in the Declaration of Independence. The U.S. government started the in 1984. 1784. <clears throat> so, actually, you're right. Sorry, 1776, and then the Declaration of Independence was signed in 84. Um, I was gonna say it doesn't make sense. <laughs> 17. Yeah, sorry. You're right. <clears throat> um, it's basically he's just telling us this one thing that everybody's been waiting for. They are real. 
We have them. We've seen them. We have documentation. And that's what people have been looking for. From a U.S. government intelligence official. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be a great way for them to just wash their hands. Like, if anything happens, they could just be like, well, we told you so. I was going to say that the amount of time that modern humans haven't believed in aliens is less than the amount of time that humanity has believed in aliens. It's only been a couple hundred years that the quote-unquote like modern world has denied the existence of extraterrestrials, of UFOs, of aliens. For pretty much the rest of recorded history and unrecorded history, right? Or at least mm-hmm. cave wall reported, recorded history. For as long back and as far as far as people have gone, everyone else for the entirety of history has said there are star people, star child, that we've come from the stars, that there's things that come down from the sky and hover around and do shit, that people come out of them, that they talk to us, they could they, they could do a bunch of crazy cool shit. It's on the Bible. Literally. Every, every other point in history besides mm-hmm. the past hundred years, that's been normal. Yep. So, like, honestly, the, the, how do I put this? The benefit of the doubt falls on aliens existing i'm sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) like everything else i don't know i mean leave it up to the u.s to make people think they're crazy for believing in ufos and extraterrestrials (laughs) it tracks u.s first in weaponry last in truth exactly (laughs) That's what they're known for. Mm-hmm. The whole world knows. It's time we put the alien back in USA. Thank you for listening to the Black Cat Report and our episode on the recent UFO whistleblower. Please send us your thoughts on it to contact at blackcat.report. You can also send it to our Instagram. We want to hear from you. Remember to like, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Starting in July, Gil and I will be doing a side podcast attached to the Black Cat Report called What the F? Going over some of the topics from the Black Cat Report and newsworthy stories and segments of the paranormal. We'll see you next week.